Hello and welcome to the This Is Marketing Podcast. I'm Ross Marone, and in this episode, we're going to talk about how to land an entry-level marketing job. Being that I've worked my entire career in higher education, I've had the opportunity to work with a lot of students uh, in different fields surrounding marketing. And that's, you know, I consider marketing to be video photography, advertising, management. I mean, there's a lot of aspects of marketing that go in, and it's really the creative side of it, the designing side, production side, and the actual physical marketing side, the, the people that kind of compose everything together and work with those other individuals to bring a marketing campaign to life. And as students, I think that their biggest challenge graduating from here uh, isn't getting the degree. It's figuring out what do we do with this degree afterwards, and how do I get my first job in my field of interest? Um, I've seen students that go on that, that do exactly that. They get into their field and they start working right away. And I've also seen the ones that struggle and have a, an issue with that. And I think that as you read forums online and you're, you're in these marketing uh, websites and you're, you get to interact and see other people ask these questions, that question of how do I get entry-level marketing experience and get my first entry-level job in order to do that? So I think that as a person who really never started in marketing, I started as a web designer and kind of found my way into that field, there's a couple things that you can really do to get you there uh, and to build that portfolio and build that resume that gets you a job, entry level or above. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a big believer that you always think for that next level. And so in this podcast, I really wanted to talk about some of those ideas that I think can really help uh, a student or even somebody that's been in the industry for a little while uh, or is maybe making a switch into the industry to actually figure out how to get that. So the first thing that I always recommend to my students is to go out and do free work. Find clients. Everybody needs marketing. Everybody needs some aspect of marketing. It might even be just a consultation on creative, um, looking at what they're doing and analyzing things and saying, you know, your, your website's set up this way. It should be set up a different way. And having a contact for them to work on that and, and kind of being the lead on the project as marketing, uh, as a marketing director, a lot of what I do is just leading projects. It's it's following projects, uh, seeing them through, having an eye on them, making sure that everything follows brand. There's messaging there. The creative looks the way that we anticipated it to. It's telling the story. It's getting the message across. We're collecting data. It has call to actions. Those are all aspects of what marketing encompasses. But when you look at each vertical of that, you start to understand that okay, at some point I have a creative process where I have to work with creative people. And they need direction and design. And as a marketing person outside of this business, um, it's my job to make sure that I'm the liaison between the client and the creatives. So I'm able to take what the client's looking for and manipulate that in a way that the creative people understand and they can achieve the goals of the overall project. By doing this on your own, by starting from nothing and just getting clients together and, and working with them, sometimes, like I said, for free, you gain a ton of experience doing that. And at the end of the day, that experience all becomes part of what you can put in a portfolio. It becomes part of what you can put on your resume. And when you're going for that entry-level position with an actual business that's looking at those things, they're going to look for specifics. They want to make sure that you understand what that process looks like. And, and having client relationship is very important. And I think as a resume builder, you put that, that you've managed clients. You've been that liaison. You've been the person that met with the client. You translated the goal of the project into what your creative people had to do. You saw the project through, here's a final piece, here's a link to it, here's visuals of it. That's how you build that resume. 
But that's not always easy to do. And finding clients that are willing to even let you look at their marketing isn't always easy to do. So another aspect of what I tell my students is find something that you don't like out there, a business, a logo that you really don't think fits them, that you think you can make better and make it. Don't even ask them at the point, that point, what you should do. Make a new logo, go in and then present that logo to them and say, hey, you know, I was going on the internet and I found your logo and I thought, you know what, I, th- I think this could look better if I did this and I tweaked it and here you go. And I'm willing to give this logo to you and let that be it. You don't always have to ask for, I'll give you this logo, but you have to pay me 50 bucks and I'd like to have all your design work. That doesn't work that way. The industry doesn't work that way. Businesses don't work that way. But if you can find something where you can create an introduction, then the next time that business needs something, I think what happens is the business always wants to look better. They always want to have an eye for things. Um, I recently wrote an article for our local business journal, and I talked about our internships, and I talked about the opportunities that we have for students to gain that experience and that we need businesses to come to us to help get that experience out there. And we have internships. We have these opportunities for them to hire our students. Our students work for them. It's a win-win for everybody. And I was shocked, and I'm still shocked because this article came out several months ago, and I'm still getting emails to this day, even this week I got one, about people that are looking for that type of work. So they're constantly out there, and I think that you just have to be able to find those businesses that are looking for that type of work and give it to them and give them your best foot forward. You know, Don't half-ass the idea that you're not getting paid for this, so I'm not going to put all of my energy into it. I think what you need to focus on is that if you're looking to build a portfolio and build a resume, you're always going to put your best work in there. And your best work should be everything that you do, getting paid or not. You're putting together this portfolio. You're building it up. You're showing the proof of of work that you were able to do. So making that connection between marketing and working with creatives is something that I think is important. You can show that you've done the work. You understand working with clients. You understand seeing a project through. And structuring that on your resume in such a way that it makes sense to the person that's hiring you is going to help you get your foot in the door there. I'm also a big advocate for having more than a one-page resume. And I know that even the people on campus here that help people put resumes together say you got to get it down to one page. But when you have so much information and and so much work that you've done, uh, it's hard to do that. And you're almost doing yourself a discredit saying that, you know, let me try to figure out the most, the best things that I've done and fit that in the one page. I've, I wouldn't be able to create a one-page resume for myself just because of the different jobs that I've had working here at the university. I like to include everything to show that I've had some progression. And showing progression in your resume tells the employer that you've started somewhere and you've gone all the way through and you've kept progressing. You've done more. You've gotten more clients. You've maybe been, you know, maybe you started as a designer on one project and you ended up being a project manager on another. That shows progression in what you've done. And as a business that would hire somebody, I would be looking for that progression because I want you to come in and be able to do a vast majority of things. And that's what the marketing industry really calls for. We're not looking for any one person. You know, I would never look for somebody that can just go out and buy media and hire a media buyer. I would look for someone that understands media buying, uh, understands analytics, understands business goals, putting those things together, making connections, understands creative as a background, uh, you know, isn't afraid to go in and and work in the different programs we use for creative to edit or manipulate something. I want want that individual to be well-rounded because the look of something is just as important as where you're spending the money to place it. 
So having that ability to actually bring in someone that has that full encompassing of understanding of what marketing really is, I think is really important. The other thing that I think is important and that employers are looking for is if you're pitching the idea that I'm going to work on your social media for you, and then all of a sudden I come over and I look for your social media channels and you have nothing, uh, it really is telling to me that says, okay, well, maybe they think they know how to manage it, but without doing it themselves, there's no guarantee that they know what they're doing. And I'll be the first one to say that social media for me, I don't spend a lot of time on it, but at this point, I don't really have to. I don't have to spend the time on social media to try to do things or get clients or interact with people. Uh, I just choose not to. I like doing these things like the podcast. I like reading a lot, but I don't always put out the engagement. I don't always put it back out there. I don't put my own posts out there. I don't necessarily talk about myself in any way. But I think if that's the job you're going for, and I think a lot of our, our students and our young kids today that are going in the marketing have that emphasis on social media manager. I can be a person that can go out and do social media in a way that's going to actually increase sales and increase engagement and get you more customers. And I've talked about that in podcasts of, of hiring young people because they're the ones that are most likely to explore a new platform, learn about all the traits that are new to it, keep up with any changes that come out, any updates to the platforms, the systems. So hiring them makes the most sense. Uh, as a person that maybe is looking for that entry-level job or advanced job, that should be a very soft skill that you just have and, and you showed in such a way that your social media makes sense. And it doesn't mean you have to have tens of thousands of followers or else you're failing. It shows that you're engaging on there, that you're on there every day, you're doing something, you're sharing things, you're interacting with what you're interested in. And if you can t explain that in such a way when it comes time for that interview that, you know, I'm on these platforms, I'm engaging, I'm learning, I understand how the platforms work, I know the analytics side of it, understand the advertising opportunity, how that works. Um, that's a great resource and something to have, which really does count as a soft skill. You don't go to school to learn how to Instagram. You go to school to learn how to use Instagram as part of what you're doing for your business. And again, big proponent of social media as a use, but also as a business function. You know, any business can benefit from social media. They have to be willing to invest into that. And it's a scary thing for a lot of them. But if you can show even that part of it, you know, approach a business that is in a weird industry and say, hey, you know, I bet we can find clients and customers by posting on social media. And here's a plan that I can do for the next three months for you. I'll do it free of charge. All I ask is that I kind of have a, an open book, an open door policy into your business where I can capture things and, and create, you know, graphics and create posts and put them out there and share it. And if that works, you know, and you, you want to proceed down a road and a path with that, let's do it. And if not... We say goodbye after three months. At the end of the day, you have three months worth of experience that success or failure, you can put on a resume that you did it, you managed something for some point of time, and you're going to move forward with that. That's how you gain experience. As a student, you have ample opportunities to do so. You have people that you're engaging with. You're in a, if you're in a university, you're in, in a huge environment with people from all different aspects of professional backgrounds. And, and being willing to meet those people and work with them and network and do those things is important. Another thing I would say is being on a university and, and seeing how much opportunity we have with job fairs and, and meet the employer days and all of this stuff where you can go and shake hands of people that own businesses and tell them about yourselves and making that first impression is really important. Uh, a lot of how I hire my students is, is really judging them based on their personality and, and how they come across. And the reason I do that is because I understand that they have limited experiences. I know that they know how to do things. It may not be all the things I need them to do, but I know if they have the personality to learn, they have the willingness to learn, and they have even a little bit of a creative eye, 
that I can help fit the mold into what we look for when we hire them for two to three years, because that's usually the lifetime of our students here. Um, bringing them in, molding them, teaching them, giving them the, the advanced equipment to work with, having all the programs readily available, and giving them projects from the beginning and saying, here, run with this, uh, and, and letting them go. So personality for me is big, so that always goes back. I, I think I've mentioned this before. Communication is still number one in my book when it comes to hiring an individual. How do you communicate? How do you speak? Um, how willing are you to learn, and, and how do you present yourself to do all those things without even having a resume? I rarely look at a resume to see what they've done. Uh, if they have a portfolio, that's great. It shows me that they understand that that's an important piece, and they've done some work, and they have it there to show me but I rarely look at a resume. Unique to me, it's not for everybody. There's people that are working for industries that that's all their whole job is look at resumes. So you need to have that component. And I think by doing some of the things I mentioned, getting clients, learning on the job, uh, and, and putting yourself out there is how you get that first step towards entry level. Now for people and businesses that I think are looking to hire that, so let's throw a little twist on this. If you're looking to hire an entry level marketing position, what should you look for? Well. I just told you, personality, looking for someone that is willing to understand and learn and has a diverse background in learning, I think is important. So if I find someone with a double major that's in marketing and maybe communications or marketing and web design, I know that they have interest in those areas. And that is something that when you get a person that understands both, now I have a content creator, I have someone that could put stuff on the website, I have somebody that understands marketing on some level that knows that when they're putting content on the website, the way we tell our story, how we tell our story, that's all encompassing of what we can do to fit the mold and help them tell our brand story and, and achieve our marketing and business goals. Finding out how creative they are when they come out of college is really easy. Ask for a portfolio. If you, if you like a style of something, don't get hell bent on saying, I need this person to come in and they have to use this type of font. I need to see these colors and uh, these type of posts, you know, if they have the idea, if you can see that, hey, you know what, all the photos they take are really nice, or all the graphics that they make really kind of fit the business that they made them for, then understand that you're going to hire that person because they're going to come in and do the same thing for your business with your logos, your colors. They're going to capture your moments behind that lens and make it look the best way that it can for your business. But as a hiring manager, as somebody's hiring entry level, you have to really be focused on that idea that you're bringing in someone new. And not only is that an opportunity for them to come start their job and start working in an industry, it's an opportunity for you to shape and change the way that you've been doing things as a marketing, uh, whether it's you know, how you post, where you post, what social media is you're on. If someone comes in and says, I'm an expert in Instagram, and you're like, well, we're on Twitter and Facebook only, it's a great opportunity for you to start to explore Instagram and see what they bring to the table that can help you move the needle there and, and build the audience and get the engagement that leads to convergence, conversions um, right away. So understanding that it's kind of a, a two-sided coin when you're flipping that for hiring somebody. You're bringing in someone that's going to add value. And for both sides of this conversation, I think that's what young people have to keep in their minds when they're looking for that entry level job is I'm not just looking for a paycheck. I'm looking to bring value in a field that I'm really interested in. So interested that I've dedicated the last four or five years of my life to studying about it. So here's what I bring to the table. And when you walk into an interview and you have that mindset that here's what I understand, here's what I know, you do your research on the business, you know what you're walking into. Here's what I'm going to bring to the table. 
by doing that, you're putting your best foot forward. You're showing that you have that ability. You're taking care of the communication side right away, in my opinion, and you're bringing that out. So that's how you attain that marketing level entry job. The other question I always get is, well, what things can I do that I didn't learn in school that I could go out and, and do? And my number one answer for that is YouTube. YouTube the hell out of things that you think you might need to know. If you're reading a resume and it's saying, hey, you need to know X, Y, Z, you know X, Y, but you don't know Z, go on YouTube and learn Z in a weekend. Learn it at night. Dedicate time. Go read books. Go do the things that you have been practicing doing for the last four or five years in college and it, just put it on one subject. Uh, I don't necessarily believe in certifications. I, I think that a certification is great. It's going to show you the platform, the tools that you can use and how to do things. But when you get into a business, the business goals are going to lead how you use the actual platform. So you may learn every aspect of it, but at the end of the day, you might only need two or three things because the business might come back and say, hey, Google Analytics, that's great. You have the cert certification, but we only really need to know when conversions are met. So you, you know how to do that. That's great. You spent all this time doing conversion training and you know, through your full everything. But when it comes back to it, you spent a lot of time where you could have Googled that on YouTube and all of a sudden you found out how to track conversions on a website in less than 10 minutes. It's probably five minutes to be quite honest. So learning soft skills uh, that are specific to the job you're going in for and, and studying up on those before your interview, I think is important, but also being able to understand them in such a way that you know if you are hired and you are brought in, you can do those things. Even if you can't, fake it till you make it. That's what I've always said. Uh, and I've practiced that myself. And I think that it really works. You know, really keep going at it, learning everything you can. Go to as many resources as you can. Don't always believe the first one. See many of them and bring together components that match and understand that as being the way to go. So as always, I want to thank you for listening to this podcast. Uh, you probably noticed that taking a little bit of a break this year from doing podcasts. It's because life is getting busy for me. Found out I have another child on the way. Uh, so I've been kind of getting my life in order for that. That makes number three for me. So life gets busy. But I want to thank you for listening. And if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. And we'll see you next time.